How's everyone doing this morning? Worship was awesome, was it not? I'm telling you, the enemy has been fighting this morning. He has been really trying to get his hand in and on things here. But we have learned to say, not so, Satan, not today, right? Uh, so I hope you heard my little intro. I need you to make sure you're buckled in, make sure the children are safely tucked and you guys are ready to go because today it's going to be a little interesting. I'm going to do it a little bit different than I typically would. I'm not going to be before you long. I'm going to lay out what God has given me and I'm going to give it to you in just the fashion that he gave it to me. And when I say that, I mean that literally, all right? So I want to pray with you, and then we'll move forward. Lord God, I just thank you and I praise you for bringing us here today. I thank and praise you for the opportunity to share your word with your people. God, I pray that they would hear your voice, that they would see your hand, your love, your face, Lord God, as we, as we walk through this. I pray that I would decrease and that you would increase in me. In the name of Jesus, we all said amen. I want to welcome Facebook. Thank you for joining us again. I thank Pastor Jeff and the worship team for just setting the atmosphere and ushering us into uh, gates of praise. Today, I'm going to be going through very short scripture, and that scripture is going to be in Ephesians 5. So if you want to prepare yourself and get there, um, I'll give you a second. Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to be looking in uh, three different versions, all right? We're going to be in the New American Standard Bible. We're going to look at the message, and we're going to look at the amplified version. Um, if you only have your one specific Bible, it's okay. We'll have it up here on the board for you to follow along. Today, I want to talk to you about a perspective of love. I am hoping to show you, share with you a perspective of love. This is not something that I chose to do. This is not something that I wanted to do. And I'm going to be very plain about that. I don't typically go about it in this fashion, but I want to be very clear that uh, this was, in, this was no, in no way parts Dwayne. Um, about Monday, I began to pray because, uh, well, Tuesday, I began to really pray because I knew I was going to be the one preaching this week, and I didn't really have anything that was on my heart. So I started to really ask God to speak to me, to help me to hear what it is he had to say. And I was driving to work, and as I was driving to work, very clearly, very, very clearly, I had no music on. I was just writing in silence, which is not typical. I, I usually have my Bible on. And I just really heard or felt God speaking to me. I want to share with them the way I love them. I want them to understand my love. And I, I was very confused by that. And I was curious, you know, how he would come, you know, how he would go about sharing that with you. 
We just came out of Easter, right? What, what better way could he have shown us how he loved us? Um, so fast forward, fast forward to Wednesday, and I'm, I'm in prayer, and I'm seeking God, and I'm not really hearing anything else from him. And then you move on to Thursday, same thing, nothing really. And so Friday, I called my wife, and I told her, I said, hey, listen, I'm going to stay I'm going to stay at the school and I'm just going to spend some time before the Lord because I've not heard anything from him to speak. She was like, all right. So everybody left the school. Work was over. I'm sitting there by myself in complete silence. And I sat there for probably about 15 minutes. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, God, I'm here, you know, Speak to me. What do you want me to share with your people? And he was like, it was just like Ephesians 5. And I'm like, God, you know, I've preached out of that a lot. Like, and I, really? Ephesians 5. Okay. Are you sure? Because I've been there, done that. It was Ephesians 5. So I was like, all right. So I pulled up Ephesians 5. I pulled up Ephesians 5, and this is what I seen. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Like you, you're like, and? <laughs> well, right above that, you know, some of the Bibles have these titles. And in the version that I was looking at, the title was Walk in Love. The title was Walk in Love, and I was like, all right. Now, some of you may think, well, oh, that's just chance. You know, whatever love is in it, that's expected. You see it everywhere in the Bible. But for me, it hit me, and I was like, okay, God, I, I see love there, but it says walk in love. So I don't really see how this is going to show them your love because this is you telling them to love, to walk in love. So it just wasn't clicking with me. And so I sat there and I read this scripture. I don't know how many times I read it. And I, I heard one time somebody said, sometimes you need to read the Bible from a different perspective, right? So I started to try to change my perspective. Okay, if I was a, a non-Christian, how would this read to me? If I, if I was a Christian that doubted, how would this read to me? And I mean, I really sat there and I really went through this from some different perspectives in my mind. I was trying to really put myself in some different perspectives. And I read, therefore, be imitators of God. Therefore, be imitators of God. Therefore, be imitators of God. It didn't really change from whatever perspective that I tried to look at it from. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. So I'm like, okay, God, what are you saying? Be imitators. You want us to imitate you like children, like children. As beloved children. Hmm. Be imitators as beloved children. And I sat there and I stood over that a little bit longer 
And then I was like, okay, so God, you want us to be like you. Like children, like children. And then a thought came to my mind. Imitate like children. What does is, what is imitating like children look like? And I was going to have my son up here, but my wife told me I couldn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> she hates when I do that, by the way. <laughs> I was going to have my, ch- my, my son up here, Theo. Now, if you could do me a favor, and I just want you to picture Theo, right? Little guy, loving little guy, precious little guy. You can picture whatever child you would like to, but please picture them young, innocent. And I had this picture in my mind, and, you know, like, I'm marching, and Theo's behind me, like, you know, and he's just imitating everything I do. And I was like, that's such, that's such a good thought. And I looked back at the Bible. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And I thought to myself, God, this can't just be it. This can't be all you want me to preach about. You don't just want me to get up there and read the scripture and walk off, do you? And he was like, keep it simple. And I'm like, all right, all right. But I knew that wasn't it, though. I knew it wasn't it, but he wasn't giving me anything else. I couldn't move fast. So I thought to myself, this must be the enemy. I'm going to push past this and see what else there is. So then I continue to read, give me, I actually kind of jumped down, give me the amplified version, starting at verse 3. But immorality, sexual vice, and all impurity of lustful, rich, wasteful living or greediness must not even be named among you, as is fitting and proper among, stop, 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 stop. Take that off, take that off, take that off. I was like, that's not it. When I, when I went from the one to the other, I felt dirty. Anybody here? Anybody here just now feel dirty? <laughs> it's not just me. It's not. And you know, you know what that lets me know? That God is doing the same thing in me that he was doing in you. And I sat there, I said, nope, nope, nope. And I went back, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. And I was like, okay, God, I don't know. I was like, there's got to be more. So I, I looked down again. I looked down again at that other one. No, no, no. Something's not right. Something's not right. I can't go there. That's not where I want to go. I was like, God, what are you doing? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say to me? I read it again. Therefore, be imitators of God as, I was like, okay, as children, imitating as children. And my son and him imitating me popped up again. And and then another thought came to my mind. And he was like, I want you to imitate me like a child. 
And I'm like, okay, I get that. And I was like, and he's like, in the picture, the picture you get is your son imitating you. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. Again, look down. And I looked down again at that other scripture, but immorality, sexual vice. And I got, I got very uncomfortable. And I was like, I get it. How do I show that to them? So then I got on my computer and I was like, I need a visual. And I thought to myself, I'm going to, I'm going to share with them a, a picture, a video. I'm going to share with them a bad kid. I'm going to share with them a, a bad kid, a kid cussing. And I was like, and I pushed play. I'm not going to push play for you. I push play and these kids begin to curse and say and, and speak bad language. And I felt dirty again. And I was like, oh. And I was like, no, no, that's too much. That's too much. I was like, what about a kid smoking? That came to my mind. I was like a kid smoking. And so I went through and I, I looked at kids smoking and I was like, I pushed play and I was just like, no, 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 God, I can't, I can't do that. So I, I shut it down and, and I sat there before God again. And I was like, I'll bring my son up. I'll bring my son up. And I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. And my wife called me, and I began to tell her what I wanted to do. And she said, Dwayne, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not okay with you. I'm not okay with you taking Theo up there to do that. She said, but if, she said, no, no. But if God, if God wants you to do that to make a point, then you take Theo on up there. She's like, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get in the way of what God is trying to do, and I was like, all right. And I, and I just didn't feel right, but I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine my son being up here, and it, it began to really hit me. It really began to hit me. At that point, God was like. Therefore, imitate me like children. And then I had the vision of my son imitating me. So the full vision is my son imitating me and me imitating my father. And then I went back to verse 3 again. This time, my heart begins to hurt. Because God allowed me to understand what he feels like when he sees us living a life that is 
not meant for us. I was nervous. Give me the message. Watch what God does, and then you do it like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Watch what God does and then you do it like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. We are supposed to get all that we have from God. But are we picking and choosing what we want to imitate? Are we forgetting to imitate it all and therefore failing those who are coming behind us? Are we, for, are we failing to imitate it all and therefore failing those who are watching us? But this is not... This is not a message where I want to make you feel bad. This is a message where I want you to see how your father loves you. But in order for you to see that, you have to really understand what it is he sees. Who of you here would be okay with my son standing up here smoking a cigarette? Who of you would be okay with your niece, nephew, grandchild, child cursing you or anybody else out? Give me the amplified version again. Therefore, be imitators of God, copy him and follow his example as well beloved children imitate their father. Go down to verse three. But immorality, I don't even wanna say it, but you see what I'm saying. How many of us look at our children and say, don't do that, don't do that? But then, how many of us, listen, it's, it's, it's not a judgment. It's just a truth. It's a fact. You turn around, you turn around and you look at your child and you see something that isn't what you want for them and you tell them no. That's not for you. I was sitting at school one day, and one of the children, one of the kids, I have teenagers, and they were just going on and on, and they were doing and doing and doing, and they were out of order. And, and I was just thinking to myself, man, what the heck? And, and somebody said, man, I don't, I don't even understand. 
their parents must not be doing anything. And I, I didn't feel okay with that. I didn't feel okay with them saying that because I was thinking to myself, I know I'm not perfect. Are you? And I mean, granted, these kids were completely out of control, but I thought to myself, I, I, I get it. I understand, like, how do you really tell your child not to do something, but then do it? If I was a kid again, I might be very difficult for my mother. Just in some areas. My mom, she had her stuff together pretty well once I got old enough. So there wasn't much I could call her on, but I might call her on some things. I'd be out of order, absolutely. I'm not saying that. But the, the point is, is this. We turn around and we understand that it's not okay, but you're not even just angry. Please follow me here. You're not angry. You're hurt first. You're devastated. Because you see this ugliness in something that was meant to be so pure. And daily God looks down on us and he's saying, imitate me. Imitate me as children, beloved children, imitate you. The only difference between him and us is he's absolutely perfect. He does no wrong. He loves us. He loves us greater than we can even imagine or even love ourselves. That can't, what I, what I am trying to display to you can't even touch the way God feels about you and me. But we need to try. We need to try and understand it. We need to try and understand that this this doesn't just, this doesn't make him shake a fist. It devastates him first. It hurts him first. And then it hurts him even deeper because he knows sometimes better than we do that what we're doing is hurting more than just us. He's hurting for us and for them. 
And the only reason, the word says, the, the only reason he disciplines us is because he loves us. I was talking to John Jeffries, and he said, man, he said, I'm telling you, God is just really getting in me. He's really coming after me. He's really reprimanding me on some things. He's really calling me out for some things. And he said, I'm okay with that, though. He said, because that means he loves me, right? I said, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So when you see, when you see the scripture and it says, therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him. Copy him. Love like he loves. Forgive like he forgives. Be compassionate like he is compassionate. This is sometimes hard for me. You know, dads are always very logical, a bit, maybe a bit firm, a bit more firm than moms are. And because this is natural, we don't let go of it very easily. As a matter of fact, we justify it even when we shouldn't. And maybe it's just me. I'm hard because they need somebody hard in their life. I'm rough because they need somebody rough in their life. If I turned them loose to you, it would just be love and they would get whatever they want whenever they wanted it. And I understand, believe me, that's far from, that's, that's just not true. But what is true is that in the midst of love, sometimes things are taken advantage of. Am I wrong? In the midst... In the midst of love, sometimes things are taken advantage of. Health, when you should not have health. Favor, when you should not have favor. Man, we should all be grateful that I am not God. Because I'd have my foot in your hind parts every day. <laughs> not just yours, mine. If I see my kids being mean to the other one, I'm in it. What's wrong with you? That's not the way you talk to somebody. You don't like talking to you like that. What's wrong with you? And sometimes all they can do is cry. And then I feel horrible. Because if they're crying, then maybe they really realize what it was they had done wrong. And they actually felt bad about it. And maybe I didn't need to yell at them so hard. But this is, this is how I am. But then I turn around and I give, I give a little leeway because I'm trying to be like God. Regular, regularly, my wife looks at me and she says, Dwayne, Dwayne, what would Jesus do? And I'll be like, I'm going to put you outside on the front porch too. <laughs> or, or, or I might be like, he destroyed all of it and started over. Don't. I mean, this is the way I feel at times. 
But even that's out of order because here's the deal. It's not out of love in those moments. It's not out of love. But yesterday when I walked into my dining room, maybe a couple days ago, and my daughter's sitting at the table and she's doing homework, supposed to be doing homework. And I, I walk in and I know she's not doing homework. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she goes, and I'm thankful for this. She looks at me and she goes, I was looking at my email. But see, any normal parent would have been like, oh, okay. She's looking at her email. But a parent who thinks about what that looks like on a regular basis. Today, we've got accustomed to online schooling. So what did, what did the students have to do? They had to get used to online communicating. So email has become the choice of communication. So because they don't have a cell phone doesn't mean they don't communicate. And if they're communicating via email and she tells me she's looking at her email, what do I know she's doing? She's communicating with her friend, which is no different from her texting or talking on the phone when I asked her to do what? Homework. See, that's the way my mind works. It's not always good for me because I have a tendency to, I have a tendency to read into more than there. That's the, I read beyond what she's saying. What I'm reading is absolutely there, but sometimes it's easier to be like, Oh, okay, looking at your email. All right, I'll see you later. Everybody's happy. You're not angry. She's not upset. She doesn't lose anything. Everything's all good, but that's not what happened. I knew it, and I looked at her, and I said, don't play with me, girl. I said, you're supposed to be doing your homework, not anything else. But it's just my, it's just my outlook. Do I look like I have stupid on my forehead? Don't make me come across this table. If I come upstairs again and you're not doing your homework, I'm going to bust your tail. Okay. That was it. She was like, okay. What happened later? I come upstairs? Or was it the next day? It's the next day. I come upstairs and she's supposed to be sitting at a table because she got in trouble the day before. She got put on punishment. She owed me five hours of her life because she took my time, <laughs> homework time. I come upstairs and she's sitting at the table in front of the computer, but she's looking down into her lap. The computer's here. You're looking here. Do you see? Watch this. See, some of you parents don't think that way. I've, I'm trained. I'm well trained. I might do a class for you, okay? <laughs> I walk in there. I said, what are you doing? I took a step forward where I can see past the computer. And you know what she had? Her mom's phone. Oh. 
I walked around. I walked around the table, and I'm here. I walked around the table. I snatched the phone out of her hand. I was like, and I mean, I had, I'm sure I looked fierce. You know? And you could see the look on her face was just sheer terror. Like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. And I heard God. I heard God. I heard this message. And he said, imitate me. And that overwhelms me. Because when you're so frustrated and you're so angry and you want to make right what's wrong, but you know you got to love and allow for the change to happen the correct way. I looked at her and I, I was like, don't ever touch the phone again. And you better be glad Marquez is here or else I'd beat your tail. <laughs> and I walked away, okay? I walked away, but the truth is, it was God. It was God that kept me from beating her tail because I was ready to really lay into her. And because she's 13 years old, I need you to understand something here. I'm being transparent. Because she's 13 years old, my brain says, I'm going to have to whoop her a little longer for her to really understand what's going on. And that longer whooping, you know what I mean? It can just seem a little, little outrageous, especially when mom's looking on and she's like, calm down what would God do you know like so a love a perspective of love is what I'm trying to relate to you today I have shared with you my exact means of coming to this place right here as I stand before you Nothing more, nothing less. And it's all for one purpose. So that when you see, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, when you see that, it's not just here that you should be thinking about from here to here. You need to understand that Yes, from here to here is what you should be doing. From here to here is what you should be thinking about as you're doing this. But then you have to think about the perspective of here, from here, from here to there. It's very similar from here to there. So that you can have a complete understanding of what he thinks about you. Because you know what you think about them. And then you should be looking at him like they are looking at you. There's a lot going on there. I am trying to help you see things from a different perspective so that you can be better. So that you can receive love, accept love, and give love. Maybe, maybe differently than you ever have. You understand that you discipline because you love. 
but then you forget that you're disciplined because he loves. You understand that you want them to do the right thing, but you forget that he wants you to do the right thing. And sometimes some of us just forget all the way around. Sometimes some of us forget all the way around. We're not thinking about him or them. We're too busy thinking about us. He loves us. He loves us. I know it's repetitive, but he loves us. Will you bow your heads? Lord God, I I thank you for your love. I thank you for your patience. I thank you for your grace. Grace that gives me what I don't deserve. I thank you for your mercy. Mercy that does not give me what I deserve. God, I thank you that you love us in spite of ourselves. I thank you that you love us beyond us. You love us to our children. You love us for our children. You love us so that we can know how to love, so that we can know what love feels like. Help us, Father, not to forget. Help us not to forget what it is to be loved, what it feels like, what it looks like, Help us not to forget to respond to it correctly with praise and adoration, with honor, with doing unto others as we want to be done. God, we are all grateful that we are children. We are your children. And that's the way you see us, the way I see my son. And you have so much for us. You want so much for us. Help us to remember that. Help us to be mindful of that. If there's anybody out there right now who has not experienced this love, you, you hear me talking about it, but you're just not sure. If, if you're here today and that's you, will you raise your hand for me, please? You just, you've heard of it, but you just haven't quite experienced it yourself. You want it. If, you, if you've heard this today and you know your perspective had been off or skewed or you've just not seen it the way that you probably could have, if that's you, will you raise your hand for me? I'm not gonna call you up to the front. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't say thank you for me. I say thank you that, like my daughter, 
you realizing, you're looking at your father and you're realizing your error. But today I'm going to ask you, don't just realize your error, but genuinely seek his help to change. I'm going to pray with you. Lord God, they've heard your word. They're looking up at you with the big eyes of children. They're looking at you and right now, God, I pray, I pray right now that they are, they are saying, God, forgive me, forgive me. I just, I just forgot. God, forgive me, I just, I wasn't thinking clearly. God, forgive me, I got, I got too caught up in what I wanted. God, I pray right now, Father, that you would send your Holy Spirit to begin to move and transform some things in their lives, bringing remembrance to their mind every single time they find themselves in a place of forgetting your love, failing to show love, forgetting what you desire, failing to imitate you. God, I pray that you would help each and every one of us to really completely understand this perspective of love that you've shown us today. And I pray that each and every one of us would be imitators, that we would imitate you like the sweet, loving children that are looking and watching us daily. Keep it fresh in our minds. Keep it fresh in each and every one of the people's minds that raised their hand today. And God, I ask this one last thing. I pray that you would show them. I pray that you would make it obvious in the moments. Make it obvious, painfully obvious in the moments when they're failing. But God, I pray that you would make it so wonderfully and absolutely joyous in the moments when they are recognizing that they're doing the right thing. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that they would find themselves imitating you more than not. Going forward from this day, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here today. I appreciate you. If there's anybody that would like to have prayer, please find your way up here. I would love to pray with you. If not, you're released to go. God bless you.